0: Hello, 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 hello. Expat Life, life. Talk, talk, Podcast, podcast here. here, the podcast, podcast channel, channel for all, all positive, positive mind-minded people mind. who move from their home all country. Life. The podcast, podcast where the host Nina starts interviews and lectures about living and working in a new country, covering daily topics like business, career, networking, cultural differences with pros and cons of living as an expert. It is designed to bring you the inspiration and great resources of the life of expats and their partners. You get to hear personal stories of expats living in different countries. The podcast is hosted by me, Nela Start Slovenian, with work and living experience in three different countries. In today's episode, you will get to hear... What are the nine critical questions you need to answer before becoming an expat? What kind of experience can you get from my story? And what can you learn from it? You will also hear how to check where the countries rank on usage of English language, where you can calculate your expected costs of living, how is it with communication in local language, about your tax liabilities when living abroad, health insurance, and How do you motivate your partner and children to migrate and how to deal with common obstacles when moving abroad? I want to thank you so much for all nice comments you've sent me on the first episode, where I shared my challenges and lessons I got as becoming an expat. Today, you will also get to hear how I moved my family to another country in just 14 days. So prepare yourself for a nice episode and grab some healthy food if you're listening at home. Don't forget to comment what you liked or learned and leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts after the episode so also others can benefit from it. Have you ever heard of expression location, location, location? You know, people often struggle with choosing the right location either when purchasing property or planning to move abroad. Location is a significant factor that you need to take into consideration. You should always do your research about a particular place so you get to see if it meets your expectations. So what is important when you think of location you want to move? Is it weather? Is it safe environment? Or maybe culture, better business opportunities or do you just want to go and study in a foraging country so you can learn the new language? For me, it was a new career opportunity, better lifestyle and easier integration in community than in Austria. I did my research on how English is used in the Netherlands and I bet you didn't know that there is a ranking available where you can see how certain country ranks. I will put the link in the show notes so you can check for your location. But just so you know, the country ranked as number one by English skills in the world outside of Anglosphere from 2019 onwards is the Netherlands. The second motivation for me was also working in European headquarters and potential promotion possibilities. You know, as an expat, you are investing a lot of time and money so make sure that you get good returns on all your efforts. Same as with the research on location, I also checked how expensive the life in the Netherlands is. For this, I used Numbeo. I'll also put the link in the show notes. It's a webpage where you can compare your current city with the city you're planning to move. You get price comparisons for restaurants, groceries, transportation, utilities, sports and leisure, Uh, Childcare, clothing, rent, and the most important one, salaries. So I used this tool for my salary negotiation. At least I knew what I could expect from the salary that the company offered. Have you ever thought that you got a good deal and due to lack of your own research, found out later that the offer was, after all, not that good as it looked like in the first place? Let me know. I'm sure there's some of you. I think that after everything you heard in the last 5 minutes, you can already answer yourself the third question. Can I communicate in the local language? I can't just yet, but planning to learn the Dutch language. Since Dutch people like to speak English very much and always want to help you if they see you struggle with their language, this is a huge disadvantage when you want to learn local language. You need to practice. Practice? Practice. I've learned a little trick from some of my friends here. They just said that they don't speak English. So the Dutch people needed to be patient with them when struggling with the Dutch language. The fourth important question you need to answer yourself is what will be your tax liabilities when living abroad? Knowing how the taxation policy applies in certain countries will help you to be better prepared to manage your finances. For instance, a professional in Japan have to pay up to 45% of his salary as a tax. However, U.S. citizens will have to pay tax no matter where they live and work abroad. It is important for you to talk to an expat tax advisor if you are moving abroad to discuss your global tax requirements. In my case, I did seek a professional advice and in the Netherlands, there is a special 30% ruling that you can get as a tax benefit. I will explain this 30% ruling in upcoming episodes because it takes quite some time, but it's worth it. It currently takes place for 5 years, meaning 30% of your income is excluded from tax calculation. Fifth thing you should consider is health insurance. Your current health insurance might not be sufficient if you move abroad. So you are obliged to take or have health insurance in a country of your destination. In the Netherlands, mandatory health insurance uh, will cost around 120 euros per month and it does not cover any dental care. Additionally, you have to pay the excess amount up to a certain threshold. So have this in mind when you are negotiating for your salary. In addition to the health insurance, the question you should answer uh, to yourself is, are local healthcare services reliable? Or do you need a private insurance? You know, many countries offer excellent healthcare to expats while others offer nothing at all. Check out the cost of obtaining a new global health insurance plan uh, and see whether it's affordable after your new salary package. You know, living abroad can also have consequences for your extended family that you left behind. Have you ever thought uh, if you will be capable of handling any emergency, including a sudden move back home? That's seventh question already. Your move abroad should be planned carefully and wisely. Having sufficient money during your Overseas state will help you to enjoy a hassle-free time in a foraging country. Maybe you can leave some cash in your home country and use it as a financial lifeline to fall back if required. You can also rent or lease out your property in your home country until you are sure about settling abroad forever. In my family, we try to keep minimum 3 months expenses aside In the savings to cover any unpredicted expenses that might happen in the future like uh, losing a job emergency operations a sudden need to return to home country to take care of sick parents so be prepared for this kind of expenses ahead don't let something surprise you after you did the research and already have some starting points to prepare yourself for the move It's time to get your partner and children on board. So question number eight is, how do you motivate your partner and children to migrate? Living life as an expat must be exciting and fruitful for you. However, your family members may not share the same enthusiasm and be motivated enough to relocate. Let them know the positive sides of being an expat. Let them listen to some podcasts on expat experiences, watch some YouTube videos of people who left country uh, and share their experience. Or maybe sign them in some Facebook groups. Important thing is to face the obstacles together. We have reached our last question. How will you deal with common obstacles when moving abroad? There can be many obstacles in your path of being a global nomad. Obvious obstacles include money crunch, work permits, visas, certifications, etc. The hurdles may seem tough to overcome, but proper planning will help you handle every challenging situation. Reach out to people who you feel can bail you out of a difficult times. <music> Now that you know what what questions you need to ask yourself before making the big move, it's time to tell you how I moved my family in just 14 days from Austria to the Netherlands. As mentioned in my previous episode, I decided to apply for a job position at European headquarters in summer 2019. Before the first interview happened, my wife and I decided to go on a summer holidays to talk and discuss what we can expect in the Netherlands. After we returned, I had an interview and had a good feeling that we will come to an agreement. On August 14th, we concluded that we are moving to the Netherlands. First, I informed the landlord that we are moving out And we will leave Austria in 14 days, since the starting day in new country was September 1st. That's 14 days away. Scary, huh? For me, it was a challenge. I needed to complete everything so that transition would be as smooth as possible. And I would be ready for my first working day. I was kind of hoping that the landlord in Austria would agree on paying only one rent additionally when we moved out. But they insisted that based on our agreement, we have three months' notice period, so we needed to pay three months of rent. Second was to find a moving company who would transport our belongings to the Netherlands. That was pretty easy. Third step. Find the apartment. The housing market in Amsterdam and close by cities was crazy already two years ago. When doing a viewing, multiple people joined and we had to meet a certain criteria to be appropriate candidates for the apartment. Yeah, you heard it right. To be appropriate. My salary was the first criteria. To rent the apartment, they require you that you need to have Minimum two or three times salary than the monthly rent. Once you meet those criteria, the landlord wanted to know more about you and your family, so they were expecting that we write a letter to introduce ourselves and explain why we think we are the best candidates to rent their apartment. Unbelievable. If I compare to my home country, Slovenia, where... <laughs> Where I enroll of a landlord, the first question I got is, can we make make a better deal on the rent? So decrease the rent. The viewings are scheduled when the broker has time, and not when you have time. We looked online for apartments and chose 12 or 15 of them, which I should go and see. I took the plane to Amsterdam. And tried to visit as much apartments as possible in three days with uh, crossed fingers that I will find the one where we could meet the criteria of the landlord. I visited all scheduled ones and finally fell in love with the last one. It was fully furnished in a nice neighborhood with a walking distance to grocery stores, five minutes to public transportation and 10 minutes walk to the Amsterdam Forest. I asked my wife to write a letter and introduce our family, you know, with a woman's touch. And we offered to sign the agreement for two years fixed, even if normal, agreement is one year. With this move, we hoped to get the advantage from the others. It was my final day and I headed back to the airport and back to Austria. Two days later, I was informed that the landlord agreed and we could finally get the apartment, that we really liked so much. I transferred the deposit and agreed that on the Friday, 30th of August, I would get the keys. Since our new apartment in the Netherlands was fully furnished, we had to sell or throw away all our inventory in a week. I arranged with the moving company that on 29th of August they would come and pick up the stuff in Austria. And I would drive with them to the Netherlands to get the key and move our belongings in the apartment. In the morning, on Friday 30th, we moved our stuff. I drove back with the moving company to Austria to pick up my wife, daughter and our big cat and we took the flight back to the Netherlands in the late afternoon. Since we sold both of our cars, and my daughter and my wife already had bicycles, I, as all Dutch people, also wanted to go to the office on the first day with a bicycle. So on Sunday, a day before my official start, I went to the store and I bought myself a new Dutch bike. This is the story how we moved to the Netherlands and how everything is achievable if you just believe and trust yourself. promised in the first episode you will get to hear my wife's story on the next episode so she will be my guest where you will get to hear how she felt when moving how it was for her to leave the job again and move to the netherlands without any job will share a completely different story than mine, where in both cases, when we moved I already had a job and she was the one always searching for a new one. So now it's time for you to go and comment how you benefited from this episode and share it with your friends so also they get to hear this episode. Don't forget to leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and have a nice, lovely day.